0: Hey. Hey. It's H1 and we're about to be running it running it back with another episode A. Hey, if you like this content, follow. If you like this content, follow. <laughs> I appreciate everybody that's been with me for the for the past month now. I've been trying to keep my consistency and I've been working really hard on these episodes. So, I just appreciate everybody that just that just comes through and listen and just Show their support. I've been getting a lot of love, so thank you. And I want to say, if you want to support a brother, if you want to support a brother out, you can follow or on Anchor. I know you can favorite it so that you can just get notified for every podcast that I've been consistent on doing this podcast every Tuesday around like 430. So that's that's where I'm going to go. That's what I'm going to do with it. I'm just going to be consistent every Tuesday. And I, I do have an Instagram and other social media, so I think it, I think it begins with chess knowledge with H1 something like that. So if you want to follow me there, you can, but you don't, you don't really have to. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not like it's, it's not like it's mandatory or something. But anyway, what, what are we going to talk about H1? We're going to talk about distractions. And I always wanted to do a series about distractions because distractions happens in chess. And one distraction that I'm going to be talking about this episode is the distraction of attraction. The distraction of playing somebody that you are attracted to. As H1, this is a big thing. And I had two experiences just dealing with this distraction so it's about time to begin this episode let's get it let's go to the next scene let's do it h1 you you know the commercials after this but let's h1 start As H1, I think that it was very important for me to talk about not being distracted. Distraction can come from a lot of places, and I want to start with distraction of attraction because I have two good experiences or or two good stories for me to talk about. One of the stories is me winning the game in a tournament against this beautiful lady, and I was a and I was a middle schooler. But then after the game, she started crying after I won. And then there was another experience that I was in high school, and then it was the first game. I sat down, beautiful girl again. I won that game, and then I'll tell you what happened after that. But let me continue with this first story. I was in middle school. We attended this tournament. It was a tournament At a library. The library was super quiet. It was clean. It looked good. The chessboard smell, you name it, everything was in it. The first game, I faced this girl. She had glasses. The only reason why I noticed the glasses is because I am very attracted to glasses. Many people just think that glasses are something that is a weakness or something that they should be nervous about. But I always liked glasses on a woman. You got to understand. You got to understand the glasses was like an accessory. It's like a necklace or a ring to me. But the glasses of somebody else is like, dang, I can't see if I don't have these glasses. But to me, it's like, wow, that's dope. You can pull that off and you look good with it. So automatically, in my middle schooler mind, I was like, "Yeah, she she's cute to me." So I begin the game like that. I, I played the game. Was going through the game, but then it kind of worried me. We was going through the game. She forgot to hit the clock a few times. We were still going through the game. She wasn't using her knights. she thought for five minutes uh, on one move and then i i seen she wanted to ask me something and so i asked her yeah what's on your mind during the tournament it was super quiet so i had to whisper it so if I, if i was in the tournament i was like what what's on your mind and then she was like i, I forgot how to move the night and in that instant that's when i knew i was gonna win you gotta understand you gotta understand this whenever somebody asks me during a game how to move a piece which this happens at that time it probably happened like every every first game of the tournament you know somebody will ask how to castle or how to move a certain piece or which piece they can promote to during a tournament when you should know all of this. But anyway, she asked it. I didn't mind. I wanted to talk to her some more anyway. She was cute, okay? So I was like, this is how the knight moves. The knight moves up twice. Wait, Wait a minute. Calm down. Calm down. I-, I can get through the story. The knight moves up three times, one sideways, every direction. It's always three three spaces one sideways okay so she did that she was like oh i understand and i was like remember that when you're moving night think of it as a capital l and see so she got it and so she was like is that right and i was like yeah and this whole conversation was going through in a in a quiet atmosphere <laughs> the atmosphere was super quiet and people were looking at it so i was like okay now that you get it so let's 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 be more quieter okay and she was like okay so we played through the game some more moves and not long after that i won the game and that's when the problem started after i won the game it said that i checkmated her or whatever because she she was still trying to continue on with the game even though she was checkmated but I had to tell her that the game was done she was about the same age as me we was both middle schoolers but she started crying and I was confused I was like well in my head I was like did you expect to win (laughs) not to be rude but if i like it, clearly you didn't know how to move the pieces so i would just think that this was like a learning experience for you but i guess like for some people genetics wise or uh, some people deal with different stuff and i get that so when she cried it made me feel bad for winning and but i still wanted to win first place so i couldn't just like Draw against her just because she was pretty. So, I I just set up the pieces, and she was still crying. And I was setting up all the pieces, and then she was still crying. So I went over to the table and told them what was going on, and I told them that I won the game. And then she ran away, and then I I don't I never saw her again. But there was a thing that happened like. A game earlier than that because that was the first game so after the second game a thing happened with her brother her brother came over to me and he was like hey you made my sister cry and I was I as a middle schooler I was an awkward kid all middle schoolers are teenagers are just awkward we don't know how to we don't know how to Communicate or give a good conversation because in that situation, I didn't know what to say. I just shrugged my shoulders, like, I, I don't know. I'm and then I just apologized. But at the same time, I... in chess, your main goal is to win, is nothing else. And then I saw her again, and then I apologized one more time, like, for for making her upset and then she said that it was okay and then that was the end of that I never talked to her again and I never talked to him again and it kind of freaked me out because the brother was serious about this and I, I I really didn't know how just to say just this is a tournament and everybody wants to win sometimes okay it's okay to cry after a, a loss, but you don't let it affect you that much. Like, you, you usually just... Every, everybody gives out their emotion in different ways in lo- <laughs> in losing a chess game. Even some grandmasters get mad or throw a fit sometimes with their arms or, like, or mark the notation paper really hard and, and aggressively. Like, there, there's sometimes there's no point of stopping those emotions but you can't let those emotions take over so at that point at that point in time I didn't talk to her I didn't get her number I had a flip phone so I was not gonna pull out my flip phone and be like hey even though I beat your tail that last game let me still get your number that was not my attention at all I know what's a bad time and what's a good time so I just left and yeah that's that's the end of that story because I just went on to probably get 5th place in that tournament and yeah that's yeah that's, that was a disappointing ending of that story I, I'm glad I never had an experience like that again except for like when I'm like older now and i teach little girls and they or little guys and they start crying and i don't know what to do except just be like hey i'm sorry that you've lost even the great grandmasters lose and then i have to have my partner help me out in this somebody that's older and wiser and then they do a, a way better job than me because even as a 18 or 19 year old teaching i still is kind of awkward like that, that awkwardness never go away I feel like that awkwardness goes away when you get older I don't know that might just be me but as an older person now I know how to deal with stuff like that okay second story I faced this girl it was the first game I, I vividly remember this I was a junior and she was a sophomore she was something else. <laughs> she was cool. She was really joyful. And her joy, her smile, everything was beautiful. Okay. When I was playing her in the chess game, we approached it. And then we shook hands. And then we played. And then she was really thinking about her moves. And during the game, we was in a middle game. She developed her pieces. She did everything. like She knew how all the pieces were moved and she did everything right but she just was missing some strategy in the middle game and end game so that's where I took advantage of I did this technique usually to people that are unexperienced into playing chess which I like doing like openings where I could do a rook lift for some something like I don't know f4 rook f3 rook h3 queen h5 some combo like that and then I checkmated her really easy. easily easily after that game uh, I, I notated that whole game and after that game she came up to me and she was like wow how did you win like what happened and I was like hey in my head I wanted to talk to her some more anyway but I, I just told you the first experience that I had of a girl just crying on me so I was like you know what I'm just gonna make sure I mind my own business but anyway, she came up to me. And she was like, hey, what did you do? What was that technique that you did? I, I seen that you moved the ruck up there and got the queen to coordinate together to hit H7. And what did you do? And I was like, yeah, it's called a rook lift. Usually you use the rook lift. And I went over to technical, technical. T- <laughs> I can't talk technical terms of that move. And then she was like, hey, can you show me on a chessboard? And as a H1, <laughs> you know how I do it. I was like, yeah, I can show you on a chessboard. So I was like, yeah, see here, it, it works like that and that. And then you do that and that. You know what I mean? And then and then we got some more time to talk to uh, together. But I was with the chess team. And I, I felt like the awkward kid still because I was like you know what, let me get back with the chess team just see how they was doing so I was like yeah a nice meeting you and I hope that you can use this in your next game and she was like yeah I hope so too and it's nice meeting you what's your name again I was like it's H1 what's your name and then I was, she she said her name was Karen so we, we're gonna say her name is Karen <laughs> or yeah Karen Karen's a good name and it's not one of those Karens back. okay calm down she was a good Karen okay she was a good Karen I could I promise you that um, but we went our separate ways after that so that was the first game that we played the third game after that she found me again and then she was like hey I tried out this um, technique that you showed me this technique is really cool and I love doing it and I was able to do that to win this third game and I was really nervous and I was like wow she actually did it she she learned from me oh snap that was dope and then I, I tried to hit her with some smooth talk and I was like hey if you want to we can look at the game together because you know how h1 do it <laughs> you know how h1 do it we can we can review the game together so that i i can see what you did and then we can learn together from your game and then she said the most um she said the thing that broke my heart the most she said i didn't record it and i was like what do you mean didn't record it um the the at least remember the moves and she was like I don't remember the moves and I was like oh so you know me as a good guy I was like oh so you, you don't you don't um notate during the games and then she was like what's notating and then my heart was shattered tremendously like I could feel the pieces of my heart just going down just melting the pieces melting oh come on that's that's kind of dramatic but I could just see my head I was like wow you had a chess tournament but you don't know how to notate you don't know how to notate wow wow that's crazy so my whole attraction just went downhill from there I I wasn't attracted anymore to her I I wasn't trying to spit game like you like how H1 do it but um, it was basically the opposite I was just trying to get out of the conversation because there is nothing else to talk about anymore as my high school head was thinking which I've matured a lot more than I have back then so yeah Karen was a sweet girl she was she was cool and she really appreciated she was like thank you for showing me the technique i was like sure thing I, I hope you can use it in your next games but she lost her next game so it really doesn't matter and then that's not where we separated how this story is going to end is when we was when they was announcing the medals which at this chess tournament it was a Link chess tournament and everybody got a medal even if they um won or lost all their games they, everybody got a medal and only the top people got a trophy but they announced her name and she got her medal and then like and then i saw her and she looked directly at me and gave me a big wave and i was waved back and i was like yeah she's she's cool i just i just wish she knew how to notate i just wish she knew how to notate Man, wow. But I waved back. I gave her, she gave me a big wave. I gave her a big wave, man. I, man, she was feeling me. And I was feeling her until she didn't know how to notate. <sighs> but the main goal is out of all these experiences that I had, out of these two, definitely, I wasn't distracted by the beauty. It kind of it kind of goes on a principle don't play your opponent play the board because if I was just looking at them and not paying attention to what they was doing then I could have lost I guess definitely against that second girl I could have lost because she knew more chess than the first one now I can give three steps of how to defeat this okay three steps How to not be distracted? First of all, some players, um, it's some players stop looking at the chessboard. Keep keep your eye on the chessboard. Don't be thinking about the girl that's across, that's that's right in front of you. I don't care if it's, um, Scarlett, Miley, Oprah. I don't I don't care. I don't care who it is. Ariana. I don't care. Rihanna. I don't care. I don't care who it is. And for women the opposite you you know you can name all your men Denzel, Dwayne, Johnson I don't care, I don't care who's in front of you your main goal is to beat them so you stay focused on the board you know you know what's the sexiest thing on the board you know what's the sexiest thing on the board for H1 it's the queen, the queen on the board has more curves than any other person I know and it's plastic and you know what they talk... You know what they tell you about plastic? Plastic is fantastic. <laughs> plastic, fantastic, bro. So don't don't you be... When you're at the chessboard, it's not your job to be kind. It's not your job to be nice. Sometimes you might get a bad experience where your opponent cries after they lose. Okay, I get it. But sometimes... The person that you're attracted to that you're playing they they respect the loss and they want to learn from you, and then you get more opportunities to talk to them if you're trying to get those digits, you know what I mean? But you gotta make sure that you're focused on the board and stop being distracted. One other thing, too, is just to be healthy and just have like. I don't know, some trail mix on the side just to keep you distracted so that you don't lose your focus over the board. Third step, third thing, make sure you have a cup of water beside you so you don't get thirsty because you you can't be thirsty at a chessboard. You can't be thirsty at a chessboard. That's not the thing for you to do. That's not the place for you to... That's not the place to be thirsty that's not the place to be thirsty. When you get up from the chessboard, then you can shoot your shot. But no, 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 no. On the chessboard, it's not the place to be thirsty. But you got, you got to still, you got to still shoot your shot because you know how H one do it. You know what I mean? But you, you just got, you just gotta be you. And stay focused on the chess game. Don't be getting nervous. I don't care if it's your celebrity crush. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Save that for outside the ch- Be awkward outside the chessboard. And this is not just to teenagers and, and, and middle schoolers. This is to adults too. I don't care who you're facing. I don't care when you get older. I don't care, man. But you're more mature when you're older, so you I don't I don't know. Don't be distracted. Don't be distracted by that. What's our next? What's our next distraction topic going to be about? I don't know. We're going to see. We're going to see. H1 is going to deliver the next distraction topic on something else more important probably. Okay. I'm done with this one. Thanks for listening. Peace.